I'm Meredith. And I'm Robin. And this is My TV Family, where we're hosting the ultimate TV family reunion. Today, we're talking about found families. My TV family. Meredith, tell our listeners what we're talking about today. All right. So today we are discussing found families. Because as they say, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. We take a look at TV characters who aren't related by blood, but they bind together and become chosen families. Mm-hmm. Um, and as usual, we will share what we are watching and we'll read our, another listener fantasy family. All right. So as Meredith said... We'll start off today, like we start off every show, <laughs> talking about what we're watching. Meredith, what's on your watch list? I'm going to start with a thing that makes you happiest. I'm still watching The Bachelor. Meredith. Uh-huh. <laughs> that fills me with burning rage. And since the Olympics are coming on, they're also bringing The Bachelor Winter Games, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm sorry, is that something you made up? No, it's a real thing. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> they make The Bachelor, like, losers. <gasps> Those who don't win on The Bachelor contest. Okay, non-winners. <laughs> non-winners. I guess everyone gets a participation trophy, so... Um, but everyone's a loser on The Bachelor, <laughs> let's be honest. And they make them do winter activities like skiing. I don't know. All I know is I saw someone fall on the promo, and I thought it was really funny, so I'm in for it. Lots of the agony of defeat. <laughs> um, so look forward to that, my recap of that. Um, and then I'm also currently rewatching Community, which is a show um, that I've already seen, but we've looked it up for this episode to talk about, and I just got hooked and wanted to watch it all over again. Just jumped on in and watched it up. I know, and I was really kind of worried that it wouldn't hold up, but I still thought it was really funny, or I still do. That's a testament to a good show if it holds up to repeat viewings. I know, and I just can't, the collection of characters are just too good. Would I like that show, Meredith? I think you would like that show. All right. And you got to, like, the best part, you know how sometimes at the end they do that last, like, 30-second yep. clip? I don't subscribe to Hulu where I don't have commercials, so you would, like, maybe not want to watch it. <laughs> but, like, that last 30 seconds makes the whole episode. That's, Ooh. like, where they save their best material. Okay. So don't. You've intrigued me. Don't blow past that. Okay. How about you? What are you watching? Um, well, our regular listeners will remember that I'm in a blackish binge. Um, and I think that had I to do it over again, I would add Diane from Blackish to my fantasy family. Great choice. Let's do it. Add it <laughs> to it. I know. Meredith reminds me from time to time that <laughs> when it comes to the fantasy family, there are no rules. There are no rules. Um, so still in the middle of my never ending blackish binge. Um, you told me at one point there were four seasons, but it feels like there might be several hundred seasons. So I don't know. We'll have to agree to disagree. I think they're just four and <laughs> there's the new grownish, which I really want to start. And that's, yeah. that's on my list for this week to start, which is, okay. um, the oldest daughter, Zoe. Yeah. Zozo. Um, it is her spinoff show. Going to college. Yeah. And I've heard good reviews. And it's on Freeform. I'll catch up with you eventually. 
<laughs> which um, I feel like is unusual to switch it over to Freeform. But you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. TV, uh, speaking of things with no rules, TV shows. <laughs> um, I wanted to let it like buffer a little bit so I could watch a couple in a row. That's yes. how I like to see a new show. So Build them up. We've got, I think there's a couple in the bag. Okay, stay tuned. Um, okay, so in addition to Blackfish, the other thing that I'm just wrapping up is Shameless. All right. Which I don't believe is a program that you are interested in no, or into. It's not, um, it's not for me for probably many reasons. <laughs> Um, it's filthy, dirty, and violent, and vulgar. All right, you just named four. <laughs> and I just love it. Um, and I think they are literally in, like, their eighth or ninth season. So, um, anyway, but it's right up our alley, generally, because it's all about families and a gigantic family. I love the season. Um, I would love to hear what other folks thought of it, but the finale seemed a little chaotic to me. So there are, you know, 19 different characters that they're trying to wrap up for the season finale and give some kind of closure and come to an end of the story. Um, And I just got a little bit of fictional whiplash trying to keep up with everyone and their nonsense and shenanigans. Um... But those Gallaghers, man, they just keep me coming back for more. So many interesting characters. Um, so, yeah. Great. And then, um, in addition to what we were watching, we wanted to add just a little tidbit about what we're listening to. So, okay. Meredith turned me on to an amazing podcast called Keep It. Keep It. And um, it's pop culture goodness full of snarky snarkiness. And just a great tagline. If you don't feel like dealing with something, listening to it, whatever, you just say, keep it. (laughs) It's from Crooked Media. So if you like anything from Crooked Media, you'll probably like keep it. Yep. Um, And finally, um, again, something that just seems to pop up from episode to episode (laughs) that we wanted to talk about. is your friend of mine, Reba McIntyre. So in addition to a listener fantasy family and what we're watching this week, um, I think we're going to do a Reba watch because, (laughs) as you know, Meredith, Reba was named to be the new Colonel Sanders. What are your thoughts on this situation? You know, I don't really have a lot of thoughts on this situation. (laughs) How Um, is that possible? But somehow Reba keeps creeping back into my life and I'm not even asking for it. Uh, um, but I guess I'm here for it. <laughs> um, I, on the other hand, have thought way too much about the Reba's Colonel Sanders each other situation. And I think the best tweet that I read about it was, um, we asked for equal pay, but nobody asked for this. <laughs> so, again, stay tuned next week for Reba, Reba Watch. Um, it may be a permanent fixture of the program. Now we're to the part where we share a listener fantasy family. Um, the listener families families have been rolling in, Robin. Yeah, rolling uh, in. So thank you everyone for sending them our way. We've loved reading them and we've loved the support. So um, if you would like to join everyone, join our family, if you will, um, you can send. I see your, what you did there. <laughs> you can send in yours to mytvfamilypod p o d at gmail and each week we will select one lucky listener to. <laughs> Um, and share their fantasy family. This week's lucky listener is Adrienne Chacon. <laughs> and um, before I read Adrian's very cool list, uh, just a gentle reminder on what the fantasy family is. Um, again, we like to say it's like fantasy football, but cooler. So to draft your fantasy family, you can take any combination of 
any characters from any show from any era. There are no rules. You can just add a twin in from Blackish in the middle of your third episode. Yeah, I'll Go allow crazy. it. I will allow it. Meredith will allow it. It will stand. Um, so the formula for your family is totally up to you. So think about your fantasy family. And like Meredith said, send them our way. Send them our way. Um, so again, our fantasy family comes from Adrian Chacon. And Adrian has selected Pa Engels from Little House on the Prairie. Pa? That's a solid pick. That is um, a solid pick. I had the mad hots for Michael Landon back <laughs> in the day. Out in those farmer suspenders. I'm like I'm liking the finding out what, who you had a crush on when you're so younger. many people. It was like, maybe interesting choices, it, but <laughs> was maybe a problem. I don't know. But <laughs> um, so that's a great one. So Pa Angles and her reason for picking him is that she says he wasn't afraid to cry, and she liked that in a man. Um, or in a dad, I guess. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> Who knows? Adrian, um, a little follow-up here. Tell us what you're thinking of that pick. Um, and her fantasy family mom is Marla Gibbs from 227. Um, Adrian says that she was a firm but loving and funny mom. And I cannot argue with that. Do you remember the theme song for that? You know, I don't, I don't even... I know I'm wrong in this because I said 227. So, no, I know nothing about 227. I did not watch 227. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, the theme song is worth a listen. And I just remember the very end um, going out with a bang. So, check it out. Um, okay, so the next member of our fantasy family from Adrian is uh, Karen from The Wonder Years. That was a quality program. That is. Um, Adrian says that Karen seems like a cool older sister you could steal clothes from. I which, agree. I mean, again, <laughs> solid reason to add someone to your fantasy family. Yeah. Um, and she said that um, Kevin could even be brought into the mix. Um, Throw in Kevin. I would kind of leave out Le- Wayne. Old if, Wayne, man. Yeah, Nobody's just... got time for Wayne and his <laughs> noogies and pranks and just older brother. But butt-headedness <laughs> but kevin. oh didn't he call kevin butthead all the time oh i don't know anyway but kevin and karen <clears throat> i agree with those yeah nice choices adrian yeah and finally <clears throat> alas but certainly not least um a twosome who i think we will be hearing quite a lot from and quite a lot about probably more about than from <laughs> <laughs> you never know we're going places reach out if you're if you're out there in listener land rory and lorelei Drop us a line. Um, so her last pick is that she would like to be somehow related to Lorelai and Rory from the Gilmore Girls. She says they sound like a cool aunt and cousin to be in your family. So thanks so much, Adrian. We love your list and keep them coming, y'all. All right. So now we're going to get to our theme of the day and we're talking about found families. So... I thought it probably made sense to define found families or kind of what constitutes a found family. Webster's Dictionary defines (laughs) a found family as... All good discussions start with a definition. (laughs) Um, So I was thinking kind of a group of people who spend time together. um, They support each other and generally do things, but that... I don't know if we want to say real families. I don't think we want to say real families. I know, but... Traditional families? We definitely don't want to say traditional families. (laughs) But they do things that we see, like... um, like Blood blood relatives. Relatives do, right? So um, found families are the the people you choose to spend your time with, right? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons why found families develop. Um, Sometimes it's a lack of family, and sometimes 
it's they come from kind of strained families or that strained family relationships. Mm-hmm. And as you'll notice as we talk about ours, sometimes it's just that they're isolated from their relatives, right? Like college or, you know, young professionals who are often away from their families and they find their own families and their friends um, and their community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I don't know about you, but in preparing for the show, I saw a lot of characteristics start to bubble up to the top Yeah. Um, in the found families. Um, for me personally, when I started out, my litmus test was whether a TV show had a very special Thanksgiving episode yeah. where like the characters are all supposed to catch flights to go to their various real, real families, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> their real family Thanksgiving. And then there's a blizzard or some other travel nonsense and for whatever reason they don't get to go and then they're stuck together and they all have friends giving together so it's a good place to start <laughs> i feel like um so i think things that we're talking about are these are folks who do their events and celebrations together they do birthdays they do holidays um i know you mentioned um gathering around the table yeah like their activities and their lifestyle kind of mirror um so what yeah. your real families <laughs> uh, no what you know, blood, blood relatives, yeah, blood related families um, do. So they have a commitment and a loyalty loyalty to each other that kind of goes beyond a regular friendship. Um, and the things they do, like we said, gathering around a table, um, that they have like a meeting place and they meet regularly, right? So um, yeah. that's what kind of our definition of a found family. Yeah, no, I think that's good. And I think the interesting thing is, as I look through my list and also in um, I'm sure yours as well, the thing that makes them family-ish or family-esque is different for each one. Yeah. Um, but it is noticeable. Like, you can definitely identify for each one. You know, the thing that makes me think that they are a found family is... Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, so... Um, should we talk about the shows that we thought about? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So uh, my first one is Stranger Things. And I think the found family there is Hopper, Joyce, the kids, and Eleven, right? Yeah. So um, they're not blood relatives. And in this case, they all do seem to have their own families yeah. <laughs> um, off screen as they may be for most of the shows. Um, but I think that the thing that brings them together and makes them feel like a found family to me is that when no one else believed the kids, these people did. Yeah. Um, and when no one else believed Joyce, Hopper did mostly. Um, so <laughs> later on, <laughs> yeah, I think that the key in this group is, um, people who believe each other and believe in each other. Um, and one other thing I think that um, can bond pe- people together, um, real families or otherwise, is experiencing something traumatic or crazy or a terrifying shadow monster or whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, real life things. Um, so when it comes to Stranger Things, I think that it's those two things, believing in each other and um, kind of a trial by fire and coming out and the only people who can understand you and relate to you are the people who went through, through that thing with you. Yeah, and you know I know that I'm not really far along in Stranger Things, so I don't You're know. Gonna get there, Meredith. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I build up the courage to watch Stranger Things all the way through, um, but the the first few episodes, you really notice that the kids look out for each other and yep. they take care of each other and they're willing to like make extraordinary measures to take care of each other, and mm-hmm. I just feel like that break ref- the rules. Yeah, that reflects regular family life. Uh, yeah, 
that you 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 make the extra effort for the people you care about. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good point. All right, how about you? What's the first show that came to your mind when you thought about found families? Okay, so the show that I thought about, and it's the show that I think about all the time um, when it comes to TV, <laughs> if is, your eyes are open, <laughs> is Felicity. This show was a huge part of my college experience. My girlfriends and I watched this show. Um, it was our first time binge watching a show um, on DVD. Mind you invented you. binge watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You heard it here, folks. Um, and so I. This is just like a show that I always have loved. Um, have you seen Felicity? I have not seen Felicity. Okay. Well, I want you to watch it. Okay. And I want you to tell me if you're Team Ben or Team Noel. Okay. Which one of those is the guy from Scandal? Noel. Okay. And he's more like the safer pick, and Ben is the one that like will break her heart. Sexy every once. and dangerous. Yeah, this would. I'm just interested to know what kind of person you are. So, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so this is an example of a found family that came together um, partly because of like the distance between um, these people and their regular families. Mm-hmm. Both Felicity and Ben come from California. Okay. So it was just one of those where. Um, they're isolated, I guess, from their, um, relatives. She follows him like a stalker. Yeah. Okay. It's, it sounds weird. It sounds but, super romantic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another thing is many of these characters have kind of a strained relationship with their families. And okay. so over time they begin to, um, choose to spend holidays with each other instead of going home and same with like summer break. This is where they, they choose to, um, kind of give their energy to their friends. Okay. Who are helping them through big life choices. Wow. Okay. One of my favorite examples from Felicity is Megan, and I know you haven't seen it, but she's a Wiccan, um, and she goes to raves, and she's just like completely opposite of Felicity, and they Who is not a witch. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Okay. And um, at the beginning, they're just like um, total opposites of each other, and then as they become friends, they form this bond, like a sisterhood. And Megan mm-hmm. is her fiercest friend, like stands up for her on everything. And they just, they feel like sisters in the end. So is it like the craft to like where they all are witches together? <laughs> yeah. You have seen it. <laughs> you have seen it. Okay. Now I'm interested. <laughs> no, it just, it's interesting to watch and kind of touching to see that they become so such close friends, um, even amongst their differences. That, Fine, it, I'll that it seems watch like a sisterhood. It. Okay, I like that. Just take one Found look at sister. Just take one look at Scott Speedman, and you'll you'll want to watch it. Seems like a lot of pressure. <laughs> All right, what else? Um, so, do you want me to talk about another show that came to mind for me? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so there was a show called Sex in the City. It was a tiny little indie. I don't know if you've heard I of it. I haven't heard of it. <laughs> um, so. Sex and the City is one of those touchstone shows for me, which I know is super basic and, like, not an original thought, but tough bananas, everyone. I loved it. And I'm I, basic. <laughs> I'm basic, and I'm just leaning into it. So um, Sex and the City is one of those shows that if it's on at any given point in the day, I'll just stop and watch. Oh, oh. hey, Carrie, what's up? Um, and I think they are an, they're an interesting one, right? Because we talked a lot about... Um, people who bond together because they work together, people who bond together because they go to high school together, people bond together because they go to college together. This is different because they all um, ended up in New York at the same time and kind of gravitated toward one of e- toward each other. Um, and I think that the kind of characteristic that makes them family-esque is that they show up for each other. Yeah. And they're there 
when it matters. Um, is this a program that you've... It is not. Like, really, all I know is that everyone chooses their character that they are. Like, are you a Carrie? Oh, or are you okay, a... you know so, things. Yeah. Well, oh, so what are you? I have no clue. I think I'm probably that brunette. Uh, Charlotte? Charlotte. That feels mm-hmm. right. That yeah. feels right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um... From my limited understanding, <clears throat> that feels like the most like me. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. You're a Charlotte. I'm a Charlotte. It's official, everyone. <laughs> Woo! If nothing else, today, um, I will not identify myself <laughs> this episode. All right. Um, but anyway, um, I think that the a really good illustration, if you want a good weep, like just to cry your mascara off and just have a good old-fashioned sob. Which I do, always. <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> no one, that's who. Um, the episode where Miranda's mom dies and they all have to go to Philadelphia for the funeral. Honey. Oh, Rip your heart out and oh, it's just... It has the dynamics of family and how sometimes you can't say the thing that you need to say. And even though you love someone and you support them and you're there for them, like the words just won't come out. And oh, it's so beautiful. All right. I'll uh, watch it. I'll watch that episode. Okay. Just that one. <laughs> I can't remember if that's a big episode or an, I think that's an Aiden episode. Actually, yes. I think that's a, a pivotal Aiden situation. So much like you have uh, the scandal guy and the bad boy, whatever his name was. Ben we- and Noel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those guys. Um, we have the big and Aiden situation. So I know who big is. Oh, I know who big is too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite. Anyway, what else comes to mind when you think about found families? Chosen families. The next chosen family that comes to mind is New Girl, which is a show I just recently rewatched, probably for the fourth time. Wow. Uh, I know. I always just like having a show on in the background. So if I'm folding laundry, something I don't have to pay attention to too much, but like makes me laugh. I also don't like to be alone with my own thoughts, <laughs> Meredith. You don't have to explain to me. Yeah. So New Girl was that for a while. I've seen The Office and Parks and Rec a million times too. But anyway. Um, so new girl, their kind of found family situation happens because they all end up being roommates together. Mm -hmm. She, she moves in with three dudes. After she gets broken up by a guy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they kind of develop relationships, um, while living together. So like a family, Mm -hmm. right? They're all under one roof. There you go right there. Family-ish. They live in the same house. Um, but as, as the show goes on, they really, it's similar to Sex and the City, but they do show up for each other and like in pivotal moments. Mm. Um, like one that I can think about is when Cece is getting married and her mom disapproves of the guy, like Jess is there through every step of the way. Um, one of my favorite parts is when um, Jess, I think it's when um, Zoe Deschanel was pregnant, yeah. so they like kind of cut her out for a while. She, <laughs> they said she was on jury duty. Um, Winston steps up and is like the uh, maid of honor and goes <laughs> um, bridal gown shopping with her. But they're there for those moments where you feel like the family should be there. Yep, um, gotta show up. Another time, Nick's dad dies and oh, Jess yeah. shows up for the funeral. And takes on a lot of responsibilities, and it's all going south, and they needed a Elvis impersonator because it's Nick and their family's unusual. She shows up as the Elvis impersonator, so... Of course she does. Um, they're just there for these big moments that you expect your family to show up for, 
um, and they might not have their family showing up at those moments, so they fill in. So that's what, for me, makes them a found family. I like it. And if it can be whimsical, all the better. Yeah, and it's <laughs> just funny. Do you have a favorite character? Um, so I, as you know, I like casting yeah. nonsense. Mm-hmm. So as you probably recall, um, Damon Wayans Jr. was mm-hmm. coach in episode one. Yep. Only. Well, and- no, he returns, but. <clears throat> oh, right, right, right. But was- in the beginning, only episode one. Yeah. Then he got cast in Happy Endings. Happy Endings. And he was like. Peace and hair grease. See you later. (laughs) And um, so they did kind of like a roommate shuffle. My favorite character, I mean, aside from um, Coach Who We'll Come Back To, um, is Schmidt, obviously. Um, Also known as Detective Marble Mouth from Veronica Mars. Yeah, Leo. I loved him so, so much. I just loved him. Love, Uh love, love. He's like one of those actors, Max, something. Anyway. Um... Green, green, yeah, yeah. Old, oh, old, uh, Max Green something, <laughs> as he's known in the biz. So anyway, I love him on show to show to show. He was on Greek for just a minute. Do you remember that? I don't. Yeah, he was a boyfriend for someone. Anyway, um, so that is kind of a deep dive on my love for Schmidt slash Leo slash whoever he was in Greek. <laughs> Max, Max, Max Green something. Um, so speaking of Damon Wins Jr., did you have anything else you want to say about New Girl? No, Schmidt was my favorite too, even though he was sleazy and gross half the time. I know, the douchebag jar is the best. He was funny (laughs) in so many other instances, but, um, I do like Coach, and that leads us to happy endings. Yeah, it does. Um, so, as I said, I think Damon Wins Jr. left New Girl to go be on Happy Endings. He did. So, if you have not seen Happy Endings, have you seen Happy Endings? I have. Um, so good, and I would say that it's a better, more clever, less iconic, filthier Friends. Whoa. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So, it takes place in Chicago, and it does, it is a little bit of a cheat because there are, um, actual blood relatives involved, um, so there's one set of sisters, and then there's one set of, um, uh, there's a couple in it, and, um... I don't think it's a spoiler because it happens in the first episode, but um, she jilts him at the altar and yeah. leaves him. So that's like a dynamic they have to work with. Is yeah. Within the friend group, there was somebody who got left at the altar by somebody else in the friend group. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's it's okay to have actual blood relatives or people who are married in our found families. Meredith, I don't know if you know this, them. but there are no rules. What? <laughs> there are never any rules. It's a world gone mad. Um, so, um, yeah, it's really good. And, um, I think that the reason I think of these folks as a chosen family would be that, um, they get each other Mm -hmm. and they love each other anyway, Yeah, (laughs) which I think is important. And they also share just a riotous sense of humor. Um, so that's something I personally value as, um, a friend and family member is, um, getting the joke. So I would say for happy endings, the, um, qualities that make them a family are that they get each other and they get the joke. Yeah. It's, I really like the show and I really love Casey Wilson. Yes. Um, she's Penny on that show. She is a national treasure. Mm-hmm. And she was also on another show called Marry Me that yes. got canceled. Yes, that had uh, the guy from Veronica Mars. Yeah, the detective. Ken Marino. Ken Marino, yep. Boom! We're, Finally <laughs> we're, a name. We're rolling on the names. Sorry, Max Green something. And then she, I was really looking forward to, she and Busy Phillips 
were going to be in a new NBC pilot Ooh. called The Sackett Sisters, and then it didn't get picked up recently. Excuse me, people.com. Yes, thank you, people.com. Actually, I watch Busy, if you want to talk about what we're watching, I watch <laughs> Busy Phillips' Instagram stories. I follow her on Instagram. Oh, She's okay. the only celebrity I follow on, follow on Instagram, and it's for her stories. All right, so... Have we reached to the end of our list? Not quite. No. So um, um, we talked about um, happy endings. Oh, Meredith, did you have a hot tip you wanted to share about people who are investigating happy endings for the first time and what they should do to maximize their viewing experience? Yeah, and this is your hot tip. So I don't know why you're <laughs> pushing it on me, but just if you're going to watch happy endings, know that you can't watch it in the in the um, order that they have it on Hulu, mm-hmm. you have to Google the correct order because they've shuffled it around and it doesn't make a lot of sense. So don't you don't have to take what Hulu is pushing at you. No, fight the power, <laughs> and um, and and look it up and you'll be much happier when you watch it. Mm-hmm. It makes much more sense. Um, another one I thought about, which I don't really know if it. It fits in found families, um, but it's a show that I know a lot about. I've done I've taken a lot of online trivia tests about is Saved by the Bell. Uh, I love that that's your barometer. Yeah, I really, I feel like I could go head I'm to head. I'm Kelly Kapowski. I could go head to head on anyone on Saved by the Bell trivia. Um, Which Saved by the Bell character are you? Well, <laughs> um, I mean real trivia. Um <laughs> But I'm not sure that this really counts. It, I mean, it counts in that they, on the show, are really the only characters we see. And then, like, there's yeah. that fan. But I don't know if it's really a family dynamic. But I felt like I wanted to use this opportunity <laughs> to share one of my biggest pet peeves when people talk about Saved by the Bell. Listen up. This is, like, going to be a long rant. So are you ready? Um, I hate when someone brings up Saved by the Bell without fail, per people's first reference is... Um, Jesse Spano singing, I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I'm so scared, after she's hopped up on caffeine pills. Yeah. It is not, it's like the most overrated part of Saved by the Bell. Like to if talk you, about. Yes, come on, get a new reference. There's so many good things to talk about on Saved by the Bell. Screech's spaghetti sauce, <laughs> the sauce you can have, the secret, she's a mine. Um, there's principal building. The my favorite Johnny Dakota. There's no hope with dope episode. The oh. drug episode. There's Stansbury, the Harvard of the East. Wow, um, you do have some the sprain. Deep knowledge. Come on, you guys, find yeah. something else to talk about when Leave it comes Jesse to Saved by the Bell. It drives me crazy. Who among us has not gotten high off a of diet? <laughs> I ask you. <laughs> Can I blow your mind right now? Yes. I can't believe I never told you this. When I was in seventh grade, our junior high hosted Max from the Max. Oh my goodness. I know. I don't think I've ever been more jealous of anyone in my whole entire life. <laughs> I don't remember why. I don't remember how. I just remember sitting in the library of Lincoln Junior High thinking that that was potentially the pinnacle of my life. Did he do magic tricks? He did. <laughs> oh, good. Then I am the most jealous of all time. You guys can't see it right now, but Meredith is literally <laughs> green with envy. <laughs> oh, Brush with fame. Okay, so I brought it up mostly just to rant, but I feel like it doesn't quite fit our found families. 
Um, but it might consider like a friend family. We might have another time where we can talk about a friend family or like a high school. School, yeah. yeah it's a high school level found family. For sure. Um, I'm so excited, Meredith. Why? <laughs> oh, to talk about that. That was my Jesse Spano. <laughs> Are you so excited and so scared? Uh, um, okay, so segue alert. Speaking of uh, kitty shows, um, I had a few, if you don't mind, honorable mentions. All right, lay it on me. Um, Kids Incorporated. Kids Incorporated. <laughs> K. I. I'm going D. S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's one. Um, recently found family, I would say the good place. I think that is a really cool concept for a show. And if you're going to throw a bunch of people together and make them deal with each other, putting them in hell is pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a more recent one. Um, a little program called Dawson's Creek. Yeah. I don't know if you watched it. Uh, well, hello. I watched... Uh, I watch Busy Phillips Instagram stories. Oh, yeah. That's one of the reasons I like her is because she and, you know, we came up with Ken Marino, but are we coming up with... I need a little hint. Is it bigger than a bread Michelle box? Michelle Williams. Okay. <laughs> are, like, best friends from... The Creek. Dawson's Creek, and that's one of the reasons why I love her so much. Okay. Is that she... And Michelle are You've so close from me. that. You've convinced me. I'm getting on Instagram the second we're done here. Um, so the Creek is a good one, I think. Mm-hmm. Little Joey Potter. Yeah, I'm just a little Joey Potter from the Creek. <laughs> um, and How I Met Your Mother. I think that's a great found family. Did you watch that show? I did. I watched, uh, I don't know if I, I don't think I got to the point where we actually met their mother. Oh, well, it will fill you with murderous rage. <laughs> so that's just a little teaser for you. Um, Happy viewing. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think that is just about the size of it, Meredith. I agree. Um, so thanks for joining us. Next time, we're going to be talking about our favorite TV parents. Ooh. So look forward to that. Until then, send us your fantasy families and be sure to follow us and keep in touch on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at MyTVFamilyPod. And as always, you can email us with fantasy families, comments, or show ideas at MyTVFamilyPod at gmail.com. And if you're feeling generous, review and rate us on iTunes. And if you're not feeling generous, keep it to yourself. (laughs) Bye. Bye.